Do you ever hear the alarm go off and think, ugh, five more minutes? Well, you are not alone. Welcome to the Life as a Team Sport podcast, where we will take the concepts from sports and apply them to everyday life. So whether you're an athlete, a former athlete, the mom of an athlete, or just love watching sports, we invite you to come along with us as we explore family, faith, fitness, and have a lot of fun doing it. This is a podcast by the women of sport for the women of sport. We're in. <laughs> We're on. We're on, oh, baby. This is good. Oh, man. Well, welcome back to the team room. Yeah. Becky and I are actually in the team room. Well, kind of. We're outside today. But we're together. Recording. So that's, that's right. That's right. In the person together. Go team go. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode three of season two. So we are so glad that you all are tuning in. We've had two awesome episodes so far. Mm-hmm. And today yeah. it's just us, but we have some really fun things to chat about. Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. So last week we heard from Shanta on the idea of watching film, mm-hmm. which was so powerful. And mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to build on that today. Mm-hmm. And we want to talk about the idea of no excuses. Yes. No excuses. Yeah. Well, because as athletes, that's a mentality that mm-hmm. we learn to adapt, right? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't make excuses. You just go do it. You do the work. Yeah. You make things happen. Mm-hmm. True. And, you know, if I'm learning a new skill or I'm asked to do something that I'm not as good at or I've never played a position that I've never played before. Right. You did that in college, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what do, what do I do? Do I make excuses yeah. or do I go out and I learn the new position? I True. go out and I learn the new skill. I go out and I work on it. True. So do we do that in life though? That's where we're going because we are adults and we don't get to play a sport every day. Yeah. Fortunately, but life is a sport. Life is a sport. Life is a team team sport. sport. We we like it as a team. It's much better as a team. Oh, so much. All right. So that's where we're headed. But Mm -hmm. first, we want to talk about my highlight reel today. Get it. All right. So Becky has gotten to experience Montgomery County, Maryland a little bit this past weekend. And 24 hours. Yeah. It's a different world than, I think, where she's at in Jersey. And we are literally just barely starting to open up from the pandemic. Uh, my kids are finally going back to school, all of them, tomorrow. Yes. I told my neighbor, if you see me at the bus stop with party hats, feel free to join. Yes. I wish I was here for that. That oh would be gosh. so fun. It's going to be amazing. It's yeah. Awesome fireworks. I mean, only one of them's getting on the bus. The other one will drive the other two to high but school. Still, but still, out. it's... Uh, Get out of the house. It's going to be Oof. amazing. Yeah. Be and amazing. the difference is I'm a teacher and I've been in school five days since September in Jersey where I'm I live. Jealous. And Patricia has not been. She's been at home stuck with her family. Yeah. So... My highlight reel is my new day designer. So pretty. Yeah. It's got it's, gold it's edges. One of, one of my athletes likes to say things are aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. And I always think of her when True. she talks about that. But it is. It's, it is. It's really pretty. Yeah. And it has some really useful tools on the inside. So it has a month look. And then there's a new day every mm-hmm. day. I like it. Um, there's a page for every day. So it asks me what my top three are. It talks about um, a little bit of money, like what money did I spend in the mm-hmm. day? Just helps me to keep that in mind. It has a right. calendar that goes by hour. It has a to-do oh, list. That's nice. It has a place for notes. It also has a place for daily gratitude. Oh, I like that. So there's a lot yep. going on on one page. Mm-hmm. But I'm using the Day Designer. It's a company, and it's the strategic planner and daily agenda for a living a well-designed life. Beautiful. So it really, I 
this is not sponsored, but I love this company. <laughs> but you could link them in the notes. <laughs> but we will link them in the notes anyway because we want to share this yes. with other people that are looking for a great way to get organized. So the reason this is my highlight reel right now is I feel like I am finally getting back to the point where we have activities. You need one. Yeah, you need we a planner. We have places to go. We have things to do. And I finally need to start mm-hmm. using my planner again yes. because last year my planner just became the place where I wrote down when my Zoom meetings were <laughs> because it's really all that was happening. It's true. And so now I finally have the need to really use yeah. a whole planner like this and I'm just really excited. That's and I'm so glad you're excited because when you get excited, I get excited and I love I love planners. I used to get one every year, but I have moved to my phone a little more because uh, Matt and I do the iCalendar, so oh, yeah. we write things down and he, he's very big on like did you put it in the calendar? And I'm like, yeah. "Oh yeah, no." So. We use that too. We use that too, but I have to have it written down. Yes. It's also my backup. If something ever did happen yep. to my phone, yep. then at least I have it written down in here. Hopefully yeah. that's the idea. Yeah. Well, there's something with writing. I love to write. I'm a journaler and there's yeah. something um, that happens when you put pen to paper and um, memories. And, and I remember where I write things down yeah. like, and I can remember like where I saw things sometimes when I read things. It's kind of weird or different, but I oh, do. I do that too. Right? When like I in a was book or something, in high you'll be school, like, I would... I would write out all my study notes mm-hmm. and then I could remember what color I highlighted something on the page. In, on the page. Yeah, I can remember on the page where things were. Yep. Ditto. Yeah. I'd be on a test getting a question. I'd be like pulling back. Yeah. God, I'm not the only one. Yeah. I thought no, it was kind of a weird Learning skill. styles. That's a, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. We'll yeah, talk about we'll, that one that, of these Yeah, days. that's another day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, what do we got next? All right. So, no excuses. Right. So we should start off that topic, I suppose, talking about the excuses that we have. Yeah, I have a lot. Yeah, I, I do, too. A, yeah, I do, too. Oh, yeah. I wrote some of them down. OK, go for it. What do okay. you got? So I like to say things like I'm tired. Oh, yeah. I'm busy. Yep. I don't have a plan for that. And so in the moment, I feel overwhelmed and mm-hmm. unable to execute because I don't have a plan. plan. Yeah. Some of my excuses would be similar. But one is I already worked all day. I have to make dinner. I don't have a dinner plan and uh, I don't feel good or I didn't drink enough water or, you know, I don't want to sweat. Like that's kind of weird. But sometimes after a day of work, even though I teach PE, I didn't sweat with them. I'm teaching, doing things. I don't want to then go sweat. I, you know, I just don't want to. Right. It's a kind of, it's a lazy, it's a lazy procrastinator. Well, it also implies you're going to have to take another shower. Exactly. <laughs> that, that actually is it's... it because that takes time. Right. Yeah. Time for that. Yeah. No, I get that. So last week, as we talked about watching film with Shanta, mm-hmm. we talked about how film exposes what actually happened. Because we can each in our mind have this idea of what happened, but mm-hmm. when you see it on film, film is the best and the worst thing you will ever do as an athlete. So true. All combined into one, mm-hmm. right? Because watching yourself on film is horrible. It's so hard. Or listening to yourself sing or dance. I was sure. talking to a, a, a student and yeah, same thing. You just don't want to watch yourself. Yeah. You know what would be funny is if we were able to film ourselves for a day as an adult or like clips and would then have to watch really it. That would be really interesting. That is like bringing it to life. Right. That would be really interesting. Yeah. I don't want to do it. No. But, you know. <clears throat> Not really. But that is the idea, right? How So how can we go back and watch film, right? We talked about that mm-hmm. a little bit. So if you missed last week's episode, definitely go back and check that out. It was good. It was super it was, good. It was good. And Shanta had a lot of really great input mm-hmm. on the topic. Yeah. But we want to bring that idea of Mm -hmm. reality. Mm -hmm. So what is reality? Mm -hmm. And then what are our goals? Yep. Right. We've also Mm -hmm. talked about setting smart goals. That was the very first episode of the podcast. Yeah. So if you missed that one, go back and listen to the very first episode. 
and and learn what smart goals are but i think that's part of it too yeah. is is learning how to set smart goals true but then also how does that mesh with our reality mm-hmm. and us being able to combat the excuses that we use on and, a regular right basis. and what do we want our reality to look like is that the question as well we've been talking about you know right okay right so one thing that needs to be done in order to marry those two ideas and to get where you want to go is to figure out what your why is yes okay so when you know your why you'll know what to do yeah okay a good friend of mine told me that i did not come up with it but i like to say that often because it's important to really delve into what is your why and why is it your why and why is it your and why? maybe it's not maybe you think your why is something different right right so let's talk about something specific so what's an example mm. for you of something you maybe make excuses for it all the time, but you want to get it done. My healthy eating. Okay. My healthy eating plan. Okay. So you have a healthy eating plan. So why? Or maybe you don't have a healthy eating plan, I, but I you do want and one. I, I do and I don't. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of like halfway there. I'm like in and out of the doing great. And then I, you know, and then I eat a lot of junk and then, you know, you have guilt. And then you're like, so I think it's because I, I do believe in eating healthy. Okay. Overall, our family does eat overall pretty healthy. However, there are things that I would like to cut out here and there, but because of American cultural society, really, oh, that's just quick. It's easy. It's only one meal a week. However, you don't feel good after that, even that one meal. Even my own kids don't feel good after that one meal. They're starting to learn that, um, you know, the frozen food goes in the air fryer. It's fun. It's quick. It does taste good. There's some, it tastes good. However, you know, we could do that if I was planned a little better. We could still have fries, cut up the potato, and put them in the air fryer and have a healthy rendition of fries. Okay. So it's planning. Again, yeah. it comes back to planning. But it, again, it's healthy, just healthy eating, but then also where my, my, where my identity is. Mm. So, yeah. All right. You know, let's, let's put a pin in that because we're going to get to that. Okay. Okay. But what is your why behind wanting to eat oh, healthier? My why is to feel better consistently feel better okay so you've noticed that you don't feel good when you don't eat healthy right okay right so understanding your why right is going to give you the motivation that you need to eat healthy in order to be able to plan to eat healthy yeah right and so we will now want to get to your identity right and also your how right because once you know your why then you can figure out what you need to do but then how do you get there true well, you have to you have to do like we're saying watching a film. You got a you got a food journal, which okay. I've done. I have food journaled in the past more than once. Okay, and that has helped okay. absolutely. I've done the counters. You can get the counter apps, calorie counter apps. Oh yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. I've used those. I, I know a lot of women and men who've used those. Those are great. Um, it also what works for me I've found is substituting. So taking out the bad but putting something back in. I've learned that mm. lesson. Yeah. So, you know, you take out drinking soda, but what are you going to replace it with? Because you enjoy drinking soda. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. It, it made you feel good for a bit, maybe, until mm-hmm. all the calories, no. But what are you replacing it with? Water, flavored water, healthy flavored water. Um, okay. You know, yeah. replacing it. So replacement. Yeah. So. No, I think that's really good. I mean, I know when someone's trying to break a bad habit, you have to replace it with a good habit or it's not going to last. Right. Exactly. And they say the 21 day to a habit, but I, I think there's, it's a little longer than that. Okay. But. So what about the timing of it though? There does have to be time. There does have to be time, but I do believe in rewards. I think there mm. also needs to be rewards along the way, but they okay. don't have to be food. Mm. However, that's always what I, my bent was toward food because I'm cutting out the food. Okay. But I still want to have 
a moderation, a moderated type view as well. Mm. Like if someone's having a birthday party, I can have a piece of cake. Okay. However, I, I go back and forth. I'm like torn <laughs> because I'm like, I don't really want to eat the cake because I don't really always feel good after it. Mm. And, um, I mean, but everybody's different. That's my other phrase is everybody's different. So sure. they might feel okay and be okay having that one piece of cake and right. deal with it later. Right. But you and I've talked about the freedom of choice and eating and how you do feel better when you make that choice. Sure. Healthier choice. Yeah. But then you suffer from FOMO, potentially. Truth. Because everyone else is having cake. It's absolutely true. And that's the other thing, though, is like, is the other thing with me is that we're the adult now. Like, when we were kids, we ate as kids. We did things as kids. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a scripture point, right? And, you know, as you grow up, as you get older, you get wiser. Supposed to. Mm -hmm. And then apply those principles. So when everybody else is having ice cream, the kids, do I have to have ice cream with them? No. Because I've known and I know my body that it's not going to work out well. Right. However... I think I battle the kid syndrome. That's mm. a kid. I think that's a kid syndrome. Yeah, there you go. I made it up. However, it is. I think it's a thing. I think it is. It's it's like FOMO, but it's also like I want to do what I want to do because I can. Yep. However, that does not serve me mm. on an overall basis. Okay. So I have to get to the point: is this serving me or not? Right. You run back to your why. Right. And yeah. if it's not serving me, I have to be strong enough though to say <laughs> no. And there lies the problem. Mm. Okay. No, I think that's really good. So I did a, people call it a Daniel fest a little while back. part of the Daniel plan, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Daniel plan. And if you're not familiar in the Bible, there was this guy named Daniel and he got captured and Mm -hmm. taken into captivity. And he ended up being one of the people the king wanted to retrain to be in the royal service Mm -hmm. in this new place. Yep. Right. And in order to do that, the king decided he was going to make sure these guys were healthy. So mm-hmm. he was feeding them from his table. But it was a lot of rich foods, meats, wine, all these different mm-hmm. things. And scholars have different ideas as to why Daniel decided that it was not okay for him to partake in that stuff. But regardless, he asked that he and his friends get to eat only plant-based food. And they said, okay, you know what? We're going to let you try this for 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, Daniel said, look, evaluate us. Mm -hmm. If at the end of the 10 days that you think that we're just as healthy as everyone else, then, you know, let us continue with this. Yeah, right. So they did. So they basically tested them for 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, it says that they looked healthier than everyone else. So I'm reading this and I'm thinking, okay, this would be really interesting. Yeah. I decided to try it. Right. right, For the 10 days. 10 days. You had a time frame. I had a time frame and I had talked about it with a friend and we literally just put a date on the calendar. I, yeah. I did not really look at the calendar to see what the different things were that I was going to be missing out on. Ding, I just ding, put ding, it ding, a ding. date on the calendar. So it turns out that the first day of my Daniel fast was the Super Bowl. Yeah, not smart. <laughs> that was not a smart goal. Just I kidding. am an idiot. No. no, but it was actually very enlightening. So here I am with my carrot sticks and, you know, yeah. my rice. And there's a lot of plant-based food. There is, actually. Honestly, there's yeah. a lot. But here I am with as, as my family's eating pizza and wings. Mm-hmm. And we're watching the Super Bowl. And I'm thinking, actually, what Daniel must have gone through. Because all that great food was paraded past him, too, to be able to feed all the other people that were in his little true. cohort. That's true. And it was just a very interesting mm-hmm. experience. But 10 days when you're in the middle of it, feels really long. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not that long. Not. And that does help with that mentality of the whole everyone's having cake kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm doing this for 10 days and I've committed to it. And so I'm going to keep that. 
but I'm not feeling like I'm depriving myself for forever. Yeah. It's a lot about commitment. Yeah. And, and being able to commit. And I, I mean, I have commitment in my life in a lot of different ways. We all do. So that is just one thing that I, that I, as many as other women and would have to, you know, sit down and say, why, you know, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. And for how long? Yeah. And what it's, and what it's going to bring. That's the other thing with all these excuses and I, and setting goals and things is, is, do we really want what's on the other side mm-hmm. and what is on the other side that's worth giving up certain things to get? Right. Because if you take that back to an athletic we did example. It. We do it. We did it. Right. Why are you putting yourself through that preseason grind? Why are you going out and doing sprints early in the morning by yourself why are you going to the weight room? Mm-hmm. Why are you hitting the gym to work on your jump shot? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing those things? Because you know when season comes, you're going to need it. Right. And you know what makes me think of Patricia, and this is totally along the lines of this, is our mental game. Mm-hmm. We haven't even brought that up yet, but our mental and spiritual game, as well as our physical game, they all just go together. And we, yeah. we do talk about it here and there a lot, but it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are made, we are three-dimensional. Yeah. You know, spirit, body, mind. Mind, yeah. body, spirit, right? And so I, I'm just thinking through this as we're talking, like Daniel's mindset, our mindset with healthy eating, you know, more things that we're going to talk about really come down to how do we control our mental game? Right. Because at the end of the day, no one's in our head but us. And that's the hard part. We have to make sure no one's in our head but us. That, well, that again, there you go. That's exactly <laughs> that's, what it is. I think I have too many other voices in my head. Right. I think that that's real though. And, you know, I, I've heard it said that if we allowed someone else to speak to us the way that we speak to ourselves, we wouldn't be friends with them. True. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. But we still allow ourselves to have those thoughts. Yeah. And then we believe them. Self-defeating talk, like self. Yeah. Yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yep. We defeat ourselves before we even get started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that part does go back to our identity. That's where I was wanting with this whole talk too was identity. Where's our identity come from? Right. Who whose voice am I listening to loudest? And I'm I'm guilty of it all the time, not listening to God's voice because that's for me and you spiritually. We listen to what Jesus says from the Bible and what God says to us, and my identity needs to be there. Right. And I think I know I fall short daily anyway, but along the lines of identity, of where's my identity? Is my right. identity in Christ? And if it is, what does He say about me from the Bible? Right. Yeah. Well, and because. We are daughters of the king. I just listened to something like that. So true. Right? It makes us, I mean, what? who is a daughter of a king? A daughter of a king is a princess. Yes. And are we really thinking of ourselves that way? Not mm-hmm. in a self-righteous way. No. But in a I am worthy way. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, I am worth mm-hmm. it. Right. I am worth this effort. Right. And sometimes we don't believe that about ourselves. Oh, I don't. I definitely struggle with certain things like that. Right. Right. So I think eating is one way. I think um, for me, sometimes it's working out. I go through cycles. Me too. You know, that's where I'm learning. I think I go through cycles. Yeah. And being able to recognize that pattern in myself, I think is important as well. Right. Like I'll go through cycles where I'm, maybe I'm coaching for a particular period of time and I'll jump in and scrimmage with the girls once a week. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm so much more in shape Mm -hmm. than, I mean, (laughs) the first time I'm like dying. I'm like, call a timeout. Yeah. Coach needs a break. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's funny. But by doing that, it gives me a rhythm Mm -hmm. and I'm actually exercising. And then the season ends and I need to find a new rhythm. 
yeah. where I need to find a new person to work out with or a new challenge yeah. or a new and that's okay. race. And that's okay. See, you you voice it so lovely, Patricia, because you're like, and that's okay. See, my my brain set, my mindset in my brain is that I need more consistency because I'm this adult now. And so I work out at the gym or I go, you know. However, I think a lot of us probably would function better if we could get to those cycles and seasons and be okay with them. Like last week, I did not work out, like barely at all. And I then my mental game goes downhill, like, oh, you don't work out. You shouldn't be eating that and, you know, all that kind of junk. However... It was just a week away from what I normally was doing. I can jump right back in tomorrow and get back on like dip things that I want to do. So um, I hope that's helpful because I know it's freeing for me to think through more of a cycle and a season. Yeah. As, an, as a middle adult, I feel like the last five to seven years, I've had to really give myself um, some perspective on being an adult. I know I've been an adult for a long time, but I guess as a mom and a worker in the world that, you know, my working out is going to look different. And I've struggled with that. I definitely have struggled with that. Being a college athlete, I love to work out. I love sports, but it just looks different and I need to be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's important. All right. So advice time. What are we, what advice would you have to help people? Or do you want me to go first? Well, you go first. Go ahead. All right. Um, I I really think that the first thing to do in order to combat excuses is to know what those excuses are. So write down your excuses and write them down because if you can see them in print, if Mm -hmm. you can take the time to collect your thoughts enough to say, why am I not doing this? I feel like I don't have a plan. I don't feel like I have time. I don't have anyone to do it with. Right. Right. Like you, you, you sit and you write those things down. That's powerful. Right. And then you can say, okay, that's my excuse. So how will I combat that excuse combined with Mm -hmm. why do I want to do this in the first place? Right. Is this important enough to go through this process with? Because sometimes we feel like we should do certain things. Is it important enough to go through this process? Is there process? enough value? Are we going to have enough? Is there yeah. enough value in it? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I know for me, my, growing up, I always, I don't know where I got it. And I don't know who said this to me, but it just really stuck. And it was, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Mm. And I kind of lost it over the years here and there. And it's starting to come back to me, I feel like. Because growing up, it was kind of like, my maybe my parents said, it, like, if you have a will to do something, you're going to find a way to do it. And I feel like where I'm at in my life right now, it's like, if it's really that important, then I'm going to make time for it. Just like we make time for anything we want as adults. We do. We go where we want. We eat what we want. We hang out with who we want to. We're very, we're adults. We're able to do that. So why not in those other areas of our life to build up our spiritual muscles, our mental muscles, our, our health muscles, our eating muscles. So I guess that would be my advice is, well, it starts with yours. Figure out those excuses. The second is, do you really want it? And if you do want it, there needs possibly needs to be some accountability. Now it could be your spouse. It could be your sister, brother, it could be a best friend, but it needs to be somebody who's going to call you out when you don't do it, but in love Mm -hmm. who really does have love for you, but that you're going to listen to. Like that's something else I've been realizing. Like, like, you know what? I love my husband, but honestly, we are not probably very good for each other because like we, we just kind of, like, oh, you didn't get it. Okay. Well, whatever. Like we just kind of like let as accountability, progress. right. As accountability, yeah. like, uh, now we're competitive. So like if Matt's working out, then I'm like, oh, I'm going to work out. But see, he doesn't like that. That doesn't help him. It honestly makes him not happy with me, but it, it actually helps me if he's working out, That's so funny. but he doesn't like that. So it's kind of a weird, it's a weird back and forth. 
but I find, you know, once I found, I like to work out with the neighbors. We work out with the neighbors, um, again, but finding accountability for those goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I would lastly add that you need a timetable. Yes. Because it is okay that you cycle through things mm-hmm. time to time. Right. And so, especially with working out, okay, I'm going to do this plan for X number of days mm-hmm. or X number of weeks and yeah. say, you know, yeah. at least five times a week, maybe during the week, weekends off, whatever those things are, but set yourself out a timetable mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to commit to this for a certain amount of time. And then you can reevaluate. Yes. You I know, like, like my Daniel, my Daniel fast, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I did it for 10 days. And then at the end, I said, you know what? I'm going to have some pizza. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? I was you know? wondering. And, That's interesting. Yeah. But I, there, it, there was really interesting. And maybe we can talk about the Daniel plan a little bit more in depth at some point. Um, I expected it to be hard. I expected to see some sort of results. Yeah. But I felt healthier. I felt more energetic. But honestly, the, the thing I did not expect that happened, my skin looked better. And how is that? Like brighter, clearer? <laughs> yeah, clearer and, I don't know, maybe brighter, but it yeah. just looked healthier. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's good to know. Right? And again, our diet, a lot of people do believe our diet is like medicine, healthy medicine or, or bad medicine right. we put into our body. I mean, I do believe it. It's just I don't always follow it. Right. <laughs> However, I do believe that. So I guess I guess the other thing too, Patricia, is putting our beliefs with legs, putting walking mm. feet onto our beliefs mm-hmm. as we try to do all the time. Um but again, really doing it and finding those people that are going to, um, yeah. you know, they say what surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do or have done what you, you, you want to do or be who you want to be, you know, because that's who you're going to become. Right. I mean, Proverbs talks about it a lot, who you surround yourself with in the book yeah. of Proverbs. And, um, but it is hard to do that here and there, you know, sometimes, you know, absolutely. Anyhow, but. All right. Well, before we end this conversation, I know that you had a blooper reel for us. So why don't you go ahead and share that? Oh, of course. Always love to tell my embarrassing moments. So this one happened a year ago. We were we were camping at this place with our neighbors and they have kayaks. So Allie and I, my little daughter, went, took the kayaks out. She rode in her own and I rode mine. So we're out riding in the lake and my friend was about a campsite site away, sleeping in her camper. She was taking a nap. All the boys were out doing something. So no one was around. So Allie and I decided, okay, we're done. Let's like kayak into the shore. And see, at this lake, there's like these little openings to get into like these little spots to get out of your kayak. Okay. Because it's all trees and stuff. So first we had to find the opening. So we found the opening and then Allie tried to go get herself in and she couldn't. So she had to back, get out. And so then. <laughs> I had to try to get myself in. So you have to get going at speed so that you can get up on the shore. So you can guess what happened. I, I started going and I was getting really close and I, I was going straight, but I wasn't going fast enough. So I got, I thought I was up on the shore, right? Well, Oh no. Yeah. yeah I wasn't up on the shore because I went to get out and the whole thing tipped and dumped <laughs> me right, right out. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> Allie was laughing. I was like soaked. My shoes were soaked. It was, it was really ridiculous. And so then, so then literally like I get back, I get out cause I'm wet now. So I'm on the shore. I'm like, fine. So I get out, I pull the kayak up, I get Allie, get her in. And then like, literally like 30 seconds later, I, my neighbor's husband shows up with the boys. Oh, we could have helped you. I'm like, yeah, you could have helped me 30 seconds ago. <laughs> so 
Wow. How deep was the water? Were you like fully submerged? No, no. It was only like a foot or two, but it was like gross and mucky. No. So you're you're trying to get up onto the roots and like not get wet. And I had my sneakers on. And so, yeah, it's just so me. Into the drink. Right. Into the drink. And my bloopers are so, I'm such a klutz like here and there. So anywho. That's funny. Well, well, yeah. Wasn't your last one when you fell off a desk at school? Yeah. And you know, the other one, my kids, I asked my kids, Hey, do you remember any funny things that mommy's done? The other one that they thought of other than the kayak one was another school one. So I was like, Oh, this is really getting bad. So. Perfect. Perfect. Just keep writing them down. It's funny. You can have your own book of bloopers. So oh, good. <laughs> All right. Is there anyone that you would like to pass the ball to, though? I do. I have a pass the ball. My friend, Di Schaefer, she is like a mentor to me because she is 17 years older than me. I love her to pieces. She is a role model to me in many ways, spiritually, physically, mentally. She's always been there to call me out in a good way. Like I said, you got to have those people that you listen to that speak truth to you, whether you want to hear it or not, but do it in such a way that they build you up. So she is so positive and encouraging and believes in me. And mm-hmm. and I love that about her. So that's why I would think of her as a mentor because she's been there, done that, and knows it can be done. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have somebody like that that you can follow in their footsteps knowing that you can do it. Yeah. So Di Schaefer, you're the you're the woman. <laughs> I love it. Well, I would love to shout out my friend Becky. The other Becky. Oh, <laughs> there's two Beckys. You're the New Jersey Becky, and then there's a Becky that's here. Okay, I can give that in my right. Bible study. And she is really good at this. She is really good at cycle and, and embracing the cycle of life. I like that. And every once in a while, she'll say, hey, let's do an exercise challenge. Mm-hmm. And we do it for a certain amount of time, but it motivates both of us. Sometimes she's done eating challenges with different people, but she surrounds herself with people when she goes through different phases like this. And it's really healthy. And so I've gotten to be included in some of those and I see her doing that with not only me, but other people. And I just like that as an example. I think that's really healthy. True. Yeah. Awesome. I must must somehow know her because that's kind of community. Yeah. It's connecting the community to each other because whenever you do something together, it just lasts, it lasts longer. Yeah. So I mean, you're both Becky, so it it must be the name. I don't know. I don't know. This has been super fun because I love fun and it's just a beautiful day. So we're going to enjoy the rest of the day and hopefully, you know, next time we'll talk about some other great content that you'll be able to take and use. I just, that's my hope and prayer for this podcast is that, you know, you're not alone, like we say, because you're not, and we all go through a lot of different things. So it's good to know that there's others that you can relate to. Yeah. So check out us out on Instagram, check out our website. We have a blog and sometimes we do chalk talks on different things. We just did one on the Enneagram. So yeah. that was super fun. Yep. And as always... Life is a team sport. And you are never alone.